Hey everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast where we go on a deep dive to help you discover how to move on from yo-yo diets and away from toxic diet culture. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Travis Murrells. I'm the owner and a head coach of The Fitness Genie. I've battled extremely poor mental health, manic depression, crippling anxiety, homelessness, and the absolute rock bottom that comes with those depressive thoughts. Fast forward to today, however, I've coached over 1,000 people to reduce anxiety, heal their relationships with food, themselves, and their body. Now we have an amazing, outstanding team coaching women all over the globe to achieve the body, but more importantly, the life that they want to be living. So if you're someone that is ready to move on from the classic 90s fad diets, Slimming World, Jenny Craig, unsustainable 1200 calorie meal plans, and you want some freedom in your life, then this is the podcast for you. All of our coaching is one-on-one and 100% customized to the individual. We find a middle ground to start from and build the program around the client as opposed to trying to get a client to fit our system. We decided to say, fuck it, throw out the previous designs of the fitness industry and create something that actually works. Designing it from scratch every time a new client wants to change their life and signs up. So I'm not gonna keep you any longer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you can engage when we're looking for feedback, ideas, discussion topics, and all that fun stuff. But otherwise, enjoy this episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Everybody, hope you're doing absolutely amazing. It is Trivas, the one they call Travis. Uh, Back at you again. I say this every single time, but you've seen the title. You know what we're going through. It is the 10% rule. And the reason that I want to touch on this 10% rule is because A, every time I present it to a new client, uh, they're like, oh my God, why did I not hear this fucking ages ago when I was going through dieting and doing these 1200 calorie things? Um, Probably because A, I believe we invented it slash I invented it. And it's not even anything to take credit for, even though I desperately want to slash just did. The main reason that the 10% rule got birthed or the main reason that I came up with the 10% rule is because the amount of over restriction and you must hit these targets, quote unquote, there is in the fitness industry. That is just fucking running rampant. And the biggest clients that I typically get are the ones, oh, sorry, the most common issue that I have with clients and the most sort of like the most type of person that signs up has come off the back of those over-restricting binging cycles. And every time I bring up this 10% rule, which I'm going to go over in a second, every time I bring up this 10% rule, they go, fuck, that's so much easier. That's way more sustainable. Can I just do that? Does it really work? Uh, Short answer to all of it. Yes, you can do it. It fucking works because obviously we have testimonials coming out of the wazoo from people that are actually doing it and changing their lives. So I'm hoping to give that to you today and to be able to impart some sort of wisdom or life-changing holy shitness that you do with your own calorie and macro tracking and nutrition coaching and you're able to see success from it and you don't even have to sign up for coaching. You don't have to do anything. I may leave a review for the podcast if you find it useful, but that's about it. You don't have to do anything. Uh, So anywho, what is the 10% rule? Super simple. The 10% rule is essentially if you are tracking calories and macros, you can hit your targets within plus minus 10%. Meaning, if we give you, I'm going to use random numbers that I've already figured out here. If we give you 1500 calories, that means that you can eat anywhere between 1350 and 1650 calories. It's going to be good enough and most likely average out across the week to be about 1500 calories anyway. 
here here at the fitness genie uh we care more about the average of the week as opposed to are you hitting this number every single day because obviously life happens you could get stuck at work you could have to do some overtime your kid could be sick there are so many goddamn variables that are going to come up that are going to derail you from sticking to your meal plan or oh my god i had all of this stuff prepared and i didn't get to use any of it now i feel incredibly guilty and shameful and i'm going to be judged by travis for not sticking to my calories and macros and that is just so far beyond the truth um we don't judge or shame or do any of that dumb shit what we do is actually work with you to find your starting point or if you're in the middle of a program and this comes up and it's your obstacle or your struggling point, that's where we actually come together to be able to say, hey, listen here for a second. Um, if all of this is going on and your cognitive load has increased like all fuck, because let's just say it's school holidays, your kids are home, they're running rampant and it's very hard to be able to meal prep, have time for yourself, go to the gym and eat the food that you wanted to eat because your kids are putting holes in walls or demanding and screaming that you must do A, B, and C. So, by that what I mean is we work with you based on what's happening in your life and your current capacity and load and all of that fun stuff. Give me one momentum while I shut this goddamn thing over here. There we go. It's not going to fucking do anything. I'll tell you that much. Every single time, if you've seen any of these recordings on YouTube or you just watch any Zoom things that I've had with any client, you know that... I get blasted in the face with sun right through this gigantic window that is right next to me. And it's amazing. It's good to be there. Uh, but it would be even better if the sun wasn't perfectly, like fucking perfectly, <laughs> as if it was orchestrated coming through the blinds and smashing me in the face at this time of day. But anyway, uh, moving on. Welcome to the behind the scenes of the podcast, I suppose. So if you can average out your calories... If we're using that 1500 calories as an example, 1350 to 1650, it's going to be good enough for us to see results. And I know that there's prob probably, mainly if I pretty much cut this up and put it on TikTok, the 10% rule, uh, there's going to be people in the comments to be like, yeah, well, that's just undisciplined and this and that. And I'm going to go over that in a little bit as well, uh, because A, no, uh, but then B, it's just the way that it fucking works. And I'm going to, going to go through the constraint system in a second as well. So 1500 calories, 1350 to 1650. But then again, if you're on the higher end and you're doing, for example, 2000 calories, that means you can eat anywhere between 1800 and 2200 calories. It's going to be good enough for us to see results. That's what we want. Good enough. We don't want perfect. Because the only time I believe that you need to be absolutely perfect with your numbers is if you are preparing for a bodybuilding contest. That's it. That's pretty much it. Otherwise, um, I have not prepared for a bodybuilding contest. I decided to go into that board short stuff ages ago and I did about 10 weeks of prep for it. And I was like, fuck this. This is way too, I can't do this forever. My mental health is just fucking in the toilet. That's what we love to hear. So I decided to just do everything conservatively and slowly. And now, right now, I'm in the middle of doing this 1700 calorie of a sprint. 
mainly to see if I can do it, but then B, I'm mentally strong enough to be able to say, okay, if there's enough red flags popping up, I'm going to pull myself out of it. And then C, right there, beautiful segue, I have the knowledge to be able to say, I'm going to pull myself out of it and do it in a way that I can reverse diet as opposed to just fucking smashing myself into the ground for no good reason whatsoever. So I know how to manage everything pretty damn well compared to where I was. So removing myself from that equation. Uh, even if you're doing the, to get back on track, if you're doing the 500 calorie deficit per day, which is the most average because it typically puts you in 3,500 calorie deficit per week, you need to be able to burn 3,500 calories to be able to lose one pound of fat. So that's the most common deficit that a lot of people start off with. Whatever your maintenance calories are, whatever your TDEE is, based on those online calculators, they pretty much figure out what that is and then take 500 calories away from it uh, to be able to give you your deficit calories. So even if you do the plus minus 10%, even if you stay towards the higher end, which is what we recommend anyway, even if you stay towards the higher end of those calories, it's still going to be pretty damn good for you to be able to see results. And that's what we want. Because uh, we want to give you as much food as possible while seeing as much results as possible. It's a fine line to be able to balance, but it's a lot easier mentally. You still see weight loss results and you don't feel like you're about to eat anything and everything in sight. And if you do, holy crap, we still have a 500 calorie buffer that we can bump up, you know, typically on average. All of this is brackets, typically on average. Uh, so what I was talking about before, where this 10% rule <clears throat> my god <coughs> oh, nearly choked this 10% rule has helped a lot of people lose weight feel better and not have to feel incredibly restricted based on what they're doing so if you're whatever calories you are figure out what it is if it's 15 16 1700 whatever it is take 10% of those calories away and then add 10% of calories on to that middle number so for example is what i said before 1500 calories, you can eat anywhere between 1350 and 1650. Obviously, we prefer you to be somewhere in the middle, if not higher towards that range, probably the 1650 calorie, because we don't want to starve people. We're not in that business. We're not in that noom business where it's like, hey, everybody get fucking 1500 because fuck you, we need you to lose weight. That's why. Um, anywho, so you can go plus minus 10% for whatever your deficit calories are. If your goal is to lose weight, feel better, uh, sleep better, have a better relationship with food, to be able to just be a healthy individual that participates in life, this 10% rule is going to absolutely change the way that you look at calorie and macro tracking. I can fucking guarantee you that because every single client that I have, unfuck your diet and unfuck yourself, I give this rule to them and it takes away that, oh my God, I went over my protein, I went under my fat, I was over my carbs, whatever it possibly is. It removes that, oh my God, I was over. Because this 10% rule is not only amazing for being able to manage the guilt and shame and judgment that comes with I went over or I didn't hit my number exactly spot on. And it's still going to be good enough for us to see results. That's the fucking key of this is that it's good enough for us to see results even if you are plus minus 10% because you're a general populist person. Now, if you're a bodybuilder that has an ultra specific goal, this 10% rule is obviously not going to work because the tighter the goal, the tighter the constraint. And what I mean by that is obviously... If you're looking to get stage lean, you have to be very, very particular. You have to be very, very lean. Everything about your body and your regiment has to look a particular way. We don't give a fuck how you feel as long as you look a particular way. That's all that matters. So being able to do that, that is a very tight goal, meaning that the constraints that go with that are also going to be very tightly monitored. 
people that are typically signing up with us, they want to lose weight. They've tried all this fucking crash diet over restriction and all the dumb shit that's out there. Unlimited hit classes with 1200 calorie meal plans or fucking Noom or Weight Watchers or anything that is just done for you because you don't have to fucking think. And then as soon as you come off it and you do have to think, you go, oh my God, I can't do this. And you go back to doing what you are used to, which is familiar and comfortable and easy. And you end up putting all that weight back on. Fucking surprise, surprise. So this 10% rule takes away all of that shit so that when you're thinking, if you're under it, oh, well, it just happened for today. If you're over it, oh, well, it just happened for today. It doesn't matter. It is just that day. Obviously, we want to be prepared and organized to be able to make sure that you can do it a hell of a lot easy and remove decision fatigue, but it's at least going to help you move away from, I have to hit these numbers perfectly in order to see results. If you are that typical person that is the perfectionist or the all or nothing, um, I can guarantee you that's almost everybody. Uh, but it's very, very common to see that type of person who is the all or nothing and over restriction. Wow. Who is the all or nothing person and the perfectionist, not because that is your personality type. I've seen people that have a whole bunch of different fucking personality types, but every time I'm on the phone to them, are you typically an all or I don't know why I'm imitating myself. Why am I? <laughs> are you? Because it's a flashback. That's why it's a different voice. Like how I met your mother. Kids. Um, that was actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> everyone with a different type of personality, they could be an introvert, an extrovert, they could be fucking socially, they could be whoever you want to be. But if I say, are you an all or nothing type of person? Yes. Oh my God. Are you typically a perfectionist? A perfectionist? Yes. Oh my God. Crazy. Have you done over restrictive 1200 calorie diets, keto, paleo, carnivore, all these things? Yes. Oh my God, that's crazy. So most likely what has happened in that instance is that it's not the personality type that's getting someone to be a perfectionist and a fucking overthinker. And the other thing I said, oh my God. Oh my God, I'm drawing a complete blank. I wish I could go back on this or be with someone that could actually tell me what the fuck I was saying. A perfectionist and... Oh my God. <laughs> That's what you want from a podcast. Hey, Trav, what are you talking about today? What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, the perfectionist, the over-restriction. I'm just going to go with that. The all or nothing. Jesus Christ. So it's not typically the... <laughs> that was a fucking... Thank you for staying with us during that mind blank. So it's not typically the all or nothing person or the over-restrictor or the perfectionist they're not personality traits. It's a defense mechanism. It's what you've been taught because I have people with a whole bunch of different personalities that are coming in and still fit under this fucking umbrella term of I'm a perfectionist when it comes to my nutrition. I'm an all or nothing type of person when it comes to results. Um, you may be, but more than likely what's happened is because every single fucking time that you have done some sort of weight loss program, you've been so focused on weight loss because that's the only thing that you know how to measure when it comes to your results and goals. And it's probably the only thing that a lot of your coaches or box gyms or trainers have ever really focused on. Wow, you lost weight this week. Fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, you gained weight. What happened over the weekend? There's such positive and negative connotations that come with each sentence. That's why when I'm on the phone with someone, I am trying to be as stoic as 
possible. Whenever anything comes up, you lost weight? Fantastic. Awesome. What shifted for you? You gained weight? Fantastic. What happened over the weekend? Everything has that same tonality and that same sort of line of questioning to be like, cool, what happened this week for you to lose weight? Cool. What happened this week for you to gain weight? All of it is not, oh my God, you have failed or passed. All of it is me being curious about what has happened in your life or the decisions that you have made in the past seven days that have led to X result. That's it. That's all I'm looking to do. Because if it's something that we want to repeat, fantastic. This is what happened and this is how we can repeat it, most likely based on what you've just told me. If it's something that we don't want to repeat, cool. Every single time that you have done this action, this has preceded it. So let's get rid of the thing that precedes it and maybe that's not going to be the trigger for you to keep doing the same fucking thing that you always do. So all of these different personality types and traits are coming in and yet they all fit under the all or nothing, over-restriction, calorie macro tracking person that has always focused on weight loss and that has always been your focus. So every single time that that comes in, we're blaming the mechanism, which is calorie and macro tracking for you being over-restrictive when it's really not. That's a tool. Every shit tradesman is going is going to blame his tools and yet the most skilled person can get a better result with a shitty tool. It's just how it works. Hey everybody, quickly jumping in to remind you that the 26th of September is just around the corner. And I know you're thinking, Travis, why in the hell does that date matter? Well, I'm gonna tell you. Because if you're considering signing up for any of the three-month options of Mindset Coaching or just any program that has a three-month option, really, that is the last date that you can sign up with us to finish before Christmas. I know, the year is just absolutely flying by. The Fitness Genie as a whole is going to be shutting down from the 23rd of December through to the 9th of January so that everyone can have a well-deserved break and not have to mentally worry about doing anything during that time. We can just reset, refresh, and come back as the coaches and the team that you know and love. If you do happen to sign up for a coaching program that goes through those dates, however, all we do is put the program on pause and add those three weeks onto the end of your coaching program. If you're even somewhat interested, reach out via the website now so you can jump on a call with one of the coaches. Lindsay has been absolutely crushing it and the feedback we're receiving from her clients, I couldn't have asked for anything more from a coach. Her books are filling up quickly and I know for a fact that she won't be onboarding clients between the 26th of September and the 9th of January. So make sure you get in quick before all of her spots are gone. Laura, the newest addition to Team Fitness Genie, but has already separated herself from the pack. Shit, even, even I'm learning things from her. The results that Laura is going to produce for her clients is going to be some next level shit. She also has an introduction offer running at the time of this recording for the first 10 clients to sign up with her, receive 15% off. So make sure you reach out and get in before the prices go back up so that you can change your life. And to be completely honest, save some money for Christmas presents. So if you are interested, let us know. Check out our website, www.thefitnessgenie.com.au or the link in our Instagram bio to apply for coaching or for more information. But for now, back to the episode. Most likely, the industry has been feeding you a whole bunch of you must lose weight in order to be successful. So every time that you want to lose weight, obviously, there's your focus. You have to lose weight. So when you don't lose weight or one day you check in and it's slightly higher, oh my God, is it really worth it? I did all this effort and I didn't lose weight. Oh my God, I can't. And then you fucking spiral out of control, right? With the 10% rule, you don't have that because we're not focusing on, oh my God, I hit everything 100% perfectly oh my God, I hit everything 100% perfectly and I didn't lose weight. We're not worrying about that. We're worrying about the 10% rule. Were you within 10% or your ranges? Yes, fantastic, that's all we want. Then we come into the 
weight loss or the weight gain or the weight stagnant or the weight stagnant, wow, the weight maintenance, there we go. We're looking at how you're feeling and how you're doing and calorie and macro tracking should, I say should because, fuck me, I really wish I could just be the fucking governing body of this fitness industry, but anyway. Calorie macro tracking should be used not for do you need to look a particular way. If you're bodybuilding, of course, but we're not fucking talking about bodybuilding. We're talking about the general population person that wants a better relationship with themselves, weight loss, feel better, uh, be able to participate in life, have the energy to play with their kids. Ultimately, just be healthy and not have restrictions around you being able to live a basic fucking life. That's what we're wanting. So when we're talking about calorie and macro tracking, it should be used to highlight the habits, behaviors, and thought patterns that you have in relation to the food that you are eating and the type of food that you are having. It's quite literally just keeping a food diary, but it has some energy equivalents in there. Protein, carbs, and fats as well, but we're just going to stay for calories for right now. So when we're looking at all of these things, I'm looking at the numbers of calories, proteins, carbs, fats, but I'm looking at all of these numbers to see, awesome, are they correlating to what we typically want, which is weight loss? Yes, fantastic. We don't give a fuck how quick or how slow. Well, actually, I do care about how quick it is, because if it's way too quick, I'm going to give you some more fucking food. Um, But the biggest thing that it should be used for is for highlighting those habits, behaviors, and belief systems and thought patterns. Because if we can address or change or eliminate or whatever, any of those thought patterns that lead to perhaps binge eating, that leads to you going, oh, fuck it, and then doing whatever it is that you want and having that tendency to, quote unquote, fall off the wagon. If we can figure out where that is coming from based on the type of food that we're having, based on when we're having it, based on, hey, why are your calories 2300 this week? Oh, yeah, well, we can actually see Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, you were under eating like all shit. So then, of course, when it gets to the Saturday, when you've got no work, you've got a lot of freedom, you've been under eating, you're going to have a bigger sense of freedom that you don't have to stick to your calories. But then also the fact you've been under eating, your body is subconsciously going to say, hey, we're fucking hungry because you've been underfeeding us. Go eat something. So then you mix all of that together. It gets to Saturday and you go, oh, my God, why did I eat two large pizzas? We, we know why. We know exactly why or most likely why that is happening. So then we can say, hey, next week, I want you to focus on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, eating up to your calories, and let's just plan dinner for Saturday. That's it. Instead of, you need to do better next week. You went over your calories. You were eating under your calories, which is going to lead to more weight loss, so that's awesome. But, you know, just don't overeat on Saturday. No. We're looking at what caused the thing that is causing you the biggest issue right now. So... Oh my God, I really wish I could just fucking implement this into like a textbook and say, hey, this is how you fucking do it for general health and well-being. Obviously, if you're a bodybuilder, then the 10% won't work, but the 10% rule has worked for literally fucking every single person that I've had on the program. And so that's why I'm giving it to you now. But I really hope that made sense. We are not focusing on the weight loss. We're focusing on what precedes or yeah, what precedes weight loss the habits, behaviors, thought patterns, belief systems, all of that is going to lead to weight loss. And typically when that person has come to me, oh my God, I completely missed the fucking point. (laughs) Coming all the way back to the personality type and using the tool of calorie and macro tracking, you've been using calorie and macro tracking to make sure that you stick 
to your 1200 calorie, 800 calorie fucking diet. So every single time when someone says, how have you gone with calorie macro tracking? You go, oh, I don't really like it. Why not? Oh, I don't know. I just every time I do it, I get too obsessed about the numbers. Yeah, I would too. If I had that little amount of calories, I would get obsessed about the numbers because I want to feed myself as much as possible within those numbers. I'd get fixated on them too because I'm on 1700 calories at the moment. I am getting a bit fixated on the numbers because I don't want to go over them. I want to stick to them. But then I'm thinking about every single meal and how is that going to affect the next meal? Whereas if we do this conservatively and ultimately if I did this in a normal way, I would have so much extra room to work with to be able to Ooh, got a call on the phone. I would have so much extra room to be able to work with the calories and macros that I have. I'd have an extra, I think, 800 calories to work with. My deficit calories are roughly about 25, 24, 2500. And I'm on 1700. It's the almost energy equivalent of a 1200 calorie diet from when I calculate someone's uh, TDEE. And I'm like, hey, your deficit calories could actually be about 1900, 2000. Why have you been doing 1200? They go, oh, fuck, that's just always what I've been told. It's like, you know, shit, because you've worked with people that don't really know what they're fucking doing. Or they don't care about you and you're just a fucking number in the system to them. But anyway, we don't talk about that. We pretend that we're all perfect. Um, anywho, I forgot what I was saying. Yes. When you've done those 1200 calories, you're trying to fit in absolutely every little dorsal, morsel, whatever fucking word it is, of food into that 1200 calories. Of course you're going to get, of course you're going to get obsessed. Of course you're going to be fixated on the numbers because you have to feed this fucking organism yourself. You have to feed this organism 2000 calories in order for it to survive. And you're like, nah, fuck that. Let's give it 800 less fuel than what it actually needs and hope that it performs at the peak ability that it has, because when I lose fat, then life will be different. It won't. I can tell you that. It won't be. If you don't address anything on the way to you losing weight, it's not going to be any fucking different. You'll be the exact same depressed person that has these shitty habits that you've always had, but you'll be 10 kilos lighter, so you'll feel good for about two weeks until the weight starts coming on, and then you won't know how to fucking keep it off, and then it's going to be a whole thing, and then you'll feel even worse, and you'll gain 15 kilos, and you'll be like, oh, fuck it, all of it is terrible, and I just can't do any of it. So hopefully this 10% rule is actually going to help you avoid that in the future, because being a perfectionist means that you have to hit all these numbers absolutely perfectly, because when you've been given the numbers, it's been a pat on the back, a slap on the ass, and away you go. There's been no explanation around how any of it works. So hopefully with this plus minus 10% rule, you know what, let's just call it, let's just call it the fitness genies 10% rule because there's cunts out here now that are renaming lunges and squats and bench press for clout. So why the fuck can't I invent something that makes sense? So why the fuck not? The fitness genies 10% rule for nutrition. And we're going to make it a, we're going to make it go viral. We're going to make it do all these things. It's going to be the world's most secret and awesome mechanism that you should ever use and only do, even though it's really just a principle and fucking common sense. But a lot of people don't think like that because they don't have the, I suppose, the insight into what typically happens. Because I obviously have the insight to be able to say, hey, I've helped thousands of people do this and they all have a very particular problem and we fixed it by doing X. And when you're going through this issue yourself, you feel like you're alone and you feel like that your problems are unique because everybody has that main character energy um, when actually we're all just extras and extras. Yeah. And 
uh, it feels like you're going through it alone. So we don't typically reach out. We don't typically do any research around it. We're just like, oh, well, everything I'm seeing out there for losing weight is this incredibly fucking awful thing until I pop up on your For You page and you're like, holy shit, can it really be that easy? You start following me for about six months and then you're like, holy shit, this guy's starting to make a lot of sense. Inquire, go through the website, we hop on a phone and I explain how the program works and how awesome it is and how I've worked with someone who's going to be very similar to you, if not in a worst case, because that's very fucking true for a lot of people that I'm working with and I still manage to get that person results. So then you're going to hop on the phone and be like, oh my God, this sounds amazing. Is it too good to be true? Most likely. Yes. So we're going to dial back your expectations of the program. We're going to take it one little step at a time based on where you've been, where you want to go and where you currently are. Build a program out around you. Make sure that you are implementing one little habit every single week. Times that across 24 weeks because six months is the most popular program that we have at the moment. As soon as you put that six months of practice into work, you have 24 new habits. You leave coaching. You keep losing weight. I contact you six months after you finish the program. Hey, how's it going? Oh my God, you've lost another 10 kilos. That's fucking amazing. Would you like to jump on the podcast? Oh yeah, absolutely I will. Then I interview you because it's been 12 months since we first started working and you've lost 20 kilos and it's like, oh my God, this is completely different. I know it sounds so cliche, but you've you've absolutely changed my life and this is just the best thing that I've ever done. If there's anybody that's following you on TikTok or like is on the fence about signing up, you should absolutely do it. And that's all I would say. And then fantastic. And then that's about it. That's how the process of working with me goes. I am in this so that I can get something from you 12 months after we start working. Think about that. Everything else that you've typically signed up for is 12 weeks. Hey, I need you to look a particular way because in 12 weeks time, we're going to take a photo and use you for marketing. Fuck that. I am looking for something in 12 months. I'm looking to coach you for six months, let you go do your own thing for six months based on everything that I've fucking taught you across that six months. And then I can contact you then to say, hey, how have you been going? Oh my God, can you believe it's been 12 months since we first started? (laughs) Would you like to jump on the podcast and share your story with everyone else? Yeah, you know what? I would because we've had people do that before. We've had people on the podcast that have finished their program two years ago. Well, two years from the time of recording. We recently had someone that has been six months from the time of recording. We had someone that was three months after recording. Every single one of them. Oh my God, they've been amazing. Um, and that's the people that are like actually okay jumping on the podcast. Can you imagine the people that said, yeah, I really want to, but no. Uh, so I hope this has been useful. So don't forget the fitness genies 10% rule for nutrition. If you're tracking calories and macros, for example, 1500 calories, you can hit your targets within plus or minus 10%. So 1500 calories becomes a 1350 calories on the low end and 1650 calories on the high end. Preferably, we would like you to be anywhere between 1,500 calories and 1,650 calories because we believe that food is life. If you'd like to explore more or figure out what your options are, simply visit www.thefitnessgenie.com.au. How was that? Was that good? Is that what we want? Is that a fucking clip? Is that what you're all wanting? Huh? Is that? (laughs) Anyway, I hope that 10% rule helps you out immensely because it has helped me. It has helped a lot of people move away from the perfectionism tendencies that they typically get caught up in. And I hope this has just been an episode that has been very valuable to you. So if it has been valuable, we're not asking for anything other than just simply leave a review wherever it is that you are listening. And we wish you all the best in the future. If you need anything from us, of course, reach out on Instagram and let us know because that's where we get all the ideas and topics and discussion points for the podcast like this. But otherwise, 
Have the best time in the world and I'll speak to you all very soon.